Hello, 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 and welcome to the Pottervision Podcast, the podcast where every other week, myself, Lucas Kirby, and this man sniggering on the other side of the world, Tom Lawrenson, we read a chapter of the Harry Potter books, and uh, we, we talk about them after half an hour. Now, how are you, Tom? Oh, I'm good. I've just been giggling because, um, what did you do, turn a light on? Yeah. Lucas was sat in the dark and he turned a light on and he went, that's better. I look like somebody owns me now. <laughs> oh. You can always quote Wallace and Gromit, right? <laughs> hey, talking about things that children watch, uh, t- today was uh, the last day of of the year, of the school year, and all the kiddies got their reports and went home. Mm. And... Um, I thought, because we we didn't have any lessons today, we just had a nice big breakfast together. Everybody got their uh, reports and then they went home. But I thought, hey, oh. while they're eating their breakfast, I'll put something on. And normally it's like, I don't know, Mr Bean or something. But I thought, hey, why don't we put some animals on? So I thought, uh, so I put on Blue Planet 2 with David Attenborough. Right. The kids were disgusted. There's this thing of these lizards that like tearing apart a carcass and the kids are there trying to eat their breakfast. And they were like, Mr. Kirkby, we're, we're trying to eat. And I was like, those lizards are trying to eat as well. Have some respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there was like some penguins. Oh no, there was these lizards trying to run away from these snakes. It was awful. Do you, you might remember that because it went viral when it first came out. It's so funny. The kids have to be the ones to tell you. <laughs> Mr. Kirkby, dish is not appropriate. <laughs> well, they were like that. Like, like with a croissant in one hand, mouth agape, hoping these this lizard doesn't get like constricted to death by these horrible snakes. <laughs> Things you put on. <laughs> David Attenborough. Mr. Bean running naked through a hotel. Here's something for your kids. This is uh, the hit scene from the hit movie Bora, where Bora chases <laughs> Azamat naked through a hotel. Get a look at that. <laughs> right, now that's his manager, Azamat Bagatov, right? They're arguing over, you know, how this tour's going. So they're just like, on a nude fight in the hotel corridors, yeah? Mr. Kirby, this isn't even in English. I know, they're speaking Kazakhstani. Right? You've got to learn about different different worlds. <laughs> Bloody hell. I remember watching Borat, and I can't remember when it came out, but I must have been at the age where, like, I was just starting to be allowed to watch films with, like, swearing in it and stuff. And I remember watching that, and it being, like, a completely different level of, like, rude and stuff. I'm watching these, this man with his bum in another man's face and they're, they're wrestling in a, in a corridor. <laughs> I'd guess 2006. Yeah, so I'd, yeah, I'd have been about 12 when that came out. Do you reckon I'm right? I think you're exactly right. I can't imagine you being incorrect on that one. It's 2006. Hey, there we go. This man, as you might tell, studied history at university. For for a while, that was one of my talents, I could tell you, when films came out. Oh, that's good. My dad's like that, but with music, he can tell you when singles came out. You tell him a song, you'll be like, oh yeah, that was 1979. Because I used to be able to do it really well. Yeah. Because what I would do, you see, my method was, well, to be honest, it only works when I've seen the film. Yeah, that's that's good, yeah. And I could do it because what I would do in my mind, I would pinpoint where I was when I saw the film. Right, yeah. I was in 2006 when I saw that. that. That went away after I became like a man with a job because years just started like flying by and you... The academic year, you, you, you used to clock time with the academic year. Now I'm like, what, am I, what year am I in now? Year 30? What, what year am I in? 
<laughs> year 11, no, year, year 20, what? Yeah, bloody yeah. Yeah, you forget what bloody, you just stop taking notice of things. Like when it's a new year, you just like, God, it's a year gone by, that, isn't it? Because I was in year 11 when it came out. Yeah. And um, Gerald Brent had it on his iPod. His oh, iPod video. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Berry. Yeah. He had two videos on his iPod video. One was Borat, the full-length movie. Yeah. Can you guess the second one? Mm, Twilight. Saddam Hussein being hung. <laughs> it's weird how those somehow make sense as a pair in my head. I don't know, I don't know why. <laughs> how far is Iraq from uh, Kazakhstan? Well, I think because that was the time, that was what was going on. Boy, yeah, maybe that's out. why they're linked in my mind. And Saddam was being hanged. Oh, bloody hell. He showed me an IT. How's, why has he downloaded that? It's just what people do. It's what people do, isn't it? Yeah, bloody I was speaking hell. to another chap the other day, and he's been watching yeah. videos of war crimes that have been going on in uh, Ukraine. That's awful. The things you can find online are... Scary, aren't they? Hmm. Why is this not showing me what's going on here? Oh, oh, now it's a map of cat. Oh, can I just tell you the weirdest thing has happened? Go on. I went on a world map, right? I tried to zoom in just in general, and it accidentally clicked a button, and it sent me to a map of Kazakhstan. What? What's going on? It's meant to be. Yeah, they're Hello, not that George far Bush. away from each other. Hello, George W. Bush. Are you listening to our conversation right now? Is this you? Sir, another slag smashed into the tower. <laughs> it all links back. Before we yeah. were talking about this, we were talking about Matt Lucas being on Jim Will Fix It. Jim Will, Matt yeah. Lucas as a little boy was on Jim Will Fix It and he wished to be sitting in a beanbag chair behind yeah. him as they recorded yeah. the studio section of the show. Yeah. Matt Lucas went to school with, uh, what's he called, Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, really? Who's Borat? School fellows. Who's Borat? It's all connected. And then Borat later, won, later went on to make a film about Saddam called The Dictator. What's going on? It's mad, isn't it? And Les Battersby from Corrie uh, rang up about the Yorkshire Ripper to the police. He was a witness. <laughs> I know. Quite strange, isn't it? Funny old world. Oh, this old world we live in. Les Battersby knocking around with the Yorkshire Ripper. <laughs> yeah, well, if it was going to be any Ripper, it'd be the Yorkshire one, wouldn't it? Or maybe the Lancashire Ripper. Is that one? No, but I feel like eventually every uh, every county will have one, won't they? What was the original one? What was the original Ripper? That was the the uh, Jack the Ripper. Right, so we started off with Jack the Ripper, then County, yeah. the Yorkshire County the Ripper. Yeah, the so you think Ripper, it's going to yeah. go County again? Well, because I think eventually Jack the Ripper will be named as the Greater London Ripper and the surrounding no, I environs. We, I think it's just going to keep expanding out. So it's like Jack the Ripper, that's your name. Yorkshire yeah. Ripper, that's your county. Uh, UK Ripper... So, what guy will be ripping throughout the UK? And yeah. after that, maybe there'll be Europe Ripper. <laughs> hey, we want to ask you about Europe Ripper. I'm not. No, no, I'm not saying Europe Ripper. I'm Europe <laughs> Ripper. Europe Ripper, Europe Ripper. Mm. Mm. And there'd be the World Ripper. World Ripper. Uh, Milky Way Ripper. Oh, that sounds nice. Oh, that's. A, hey, Galaxy Ripper. That's nearly a chocolate bar, isn't it? <laughs> oh, lovely! Yeah. If you find yourself to not be a uh, British citizen or a uh, Irish citizen, yeah, get your hands on a Galaxy Ripple. We are not endorsed by Mars whatsoever, but no. we have to say Galaxy Ripple is one of the nicest chocolates you can eat. I don't know why more people aren't obsessed with Galaxy, because it is so nice. The normal Galaxy bar and the Galaxy Ripple. Galaxy 
is so silky. Is it not? Yeah. Oh, it's like biting on a a wedding gown. It's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so silky. Yeah. It's not like that. It's not clothy. It's not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's silky like. Um... Like silky chocolate. Why do you have to keep <laughs> expanding on silk? Well, some people don't might not have experienced silky chocolate. Fine, silk worm excrement. Is that what you want? Yes, thank you. Right, it's silky like silk. It's silky like a spider's web. Right. Mm. Yeah. It's bad buying it that a worm can make a a nice pair of underwear. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. Imagine that, like, because worms look horrible, don't they? Wriggling around and suddenly they've come up with a nice pair of bloomers or what? some pyjama trousers. May I just say, what is the desire of creatures, fantastical or bug-like, to clothe humans, right? We've got silkworms making us underwear, yeah. haven't we? Yeah, yeah. We've and got we've the got, woolly mammoth we've got that gnomes. makes jumpers. We've got gnomes yeah. mending our shoes. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Worms, gnomes, woolly mammoths. The list is endless. Yeah. But, yeah, because you see, I can imagine, like, sheeps. I can imagine you looking at a sheep and going, he looks warm, I'm going to shave that off and make a jumper. But mm. why would anyone look at a worm and go, I want to wear that that he's doing? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> hey, look what that dog's doing there. Do you reckon we could wear that as gloves? No. Definitely not, dog shit gloves. <laughs> Why are you looking at a worm thinking, hey, that'll be nice, silky. <laughs> hey, look what that cat's just sprayed. That'll be nice, silky. <laughs> that'll be nice, silky. Look what that cat's just... Ooh. Ooh. Make a lovely handbag for me, that. Same with like leather and snake skin. You know, a snake sheds its skin. You think, oh, I'm going to put my purse in that. What? That is not what snake skin is. People have snake skin handbags. Yeah, they do, but sh shedded snake skin is not <laughs> snake leather. <laughs> is it not? What's snake leather then? Well, I don't, maybe snake leather isn't the term, but people taking a live snake, gut it. Yeah. Snake skin, like that the. They peel off themselves. <laughs> it's just a thin yeah. layer of skin. <laughs> yeah, but that'd be good because then you could see through it and see where your keys were. Yeah. You don't have to rummage the, through and blindly, you know, go through it all. This has been an age old one for like century. Yeah. People always go, who's the first person <laughs> right. to look at a cow and think, a, I want a century is not as long as an age. <laughs> This has been a year-long discussion for, like, a month. Right? <laughs> <laughs> go on. What, what is this age-old, century-long discussion? Always, people always go, who's the first person to look at a cow and think, I want to drink that, what's coming out of them? Yeah, yeah. Mm, I reckon it was a guy called Mr Milk. i got to say, I might not be the first person to say it, but I reckon yeah. I'd be one of the first to say it. I'd do that. Like, if someone's like, how about we milk that cow and drink it? I'd go, Yeah. I'll hold it down. I'd go, no, no, you don't need to hold it down. <laughs> It'll just stay there. I'll <laughs> hold it down. <laughs> Why would any... Just the image of a cow being milked with all four hoops in the air. Come on. <laughs> hold it up. up. I'll hold it down. <laughs> Cows like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Well, yeah, somebody must have done. It's well like frying an egg. Looking at a chicken thinking, oh, might fry that or uh, make soldiers out of it. Oh. It's Creme clear glaze. that a lot of people... I, I don't want any animals in my life, right? No. I don't care for pets. Not anything to do with them, but some people they are animal minded, like they love pets. Yeah. Like the amount of 
dog owners who are probably, I hate to say this, shagging their own pets is got to be <laughs> phenomenal, hasn't it? I think it would surprise us. The because these crimes are going unreported. Well, I w- if you were a dog, how would you, re- <laughs> how would you report it? You can't just say bow wow wow and the police officer's gonna understand that you you know something's happened. Tell People Shaggy. probably just think you want a sausage. Tell Shaggy what's been going on. <laughs> God, that'd be a different lassie movie, wouldn't it? What's that, Lassie? <laughs> oh don't think I'd like to repeat it. <laughs> Down a well. Anyway. <laughs> what's that scoop? Someone's been ragging you? What does that mean? And the person's called Raggy. Give over. <laughs> I'm not believing that. Somebody called Raggy is ragging you. <laughs> you're having me on. Next thing you're going to say, someone called Rudery has been rudering you. <laughs> Ro? He said Ro. <laughs> Raggy's been ragging you. Who? What? That's a sequel to that vid. You think you might be into reality, do you? What's that, Scoob? Raggy's been ragging you? What? What are you saying? What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this has been a funny opening to the episode. <laughs> oh, well, this might be your favourite, or least favourite episode. We don't know. Let's... Let us know in the comments or a personal message to me in the comments. You're listening to this on iTunes. There's no comments. <laughs> leave a review every time they want to leave a comment. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to send a little answer. <laughs> well, let us know in the post. Send in your letters. Oh, should we get a P.O. box going? I think so. I think we need a P.O. box, don't we? I don't know. P.O. To vision box. It's hard enough keeping up with sending out part vision goodies to the patrons. Oh, yeah, once every two weeks, I mean, to send one package out. Oh, you rushed off your feet, haven't you? To the post office that's three minute walk down my road. Do you know what? It's more work reminding you than you actually doing it. <laughs> when I moved to Germany, I was like, oh, <clears throat> won't have to do that now. It's more stress. Asking if it's been done. <laughs> Honestly, it's more work. Because I have to tiptoe around it so you don't get annoyed. Um, like, have you done that yet? And you'll be like, God, it's been two weeks already. Give me a chance. <laughs> Never say that. <laughs> That's the vibe I get. Oh, from what? Text messages? Yeah, yeah. I read between the line. There's only ever one line. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, you've not told me a bloody thing about your week yet. Uh, what have you been doing? Fucking hell, it's Friday. I don't know. I like this armchair. It looks like you're in the diary room. Oh, it's good, isn't it? Uh, yeah, my little sister is living with me at the moment. Is she? Yeah, her name is May Z. Uh, and it's a yeah. good way of getting to listen to the podcast if I tell her I've mentioned her on it. Oh, that's good. She's been living with me, and that's that's funny. Cause, uh, Is that for fun or because of a crisis? Well, that's sad. Um, <laughs> uh, she, uh, her and her partner have broken up, and I think this now needs to be national news to our 1,000 listeners. <laughs> Yeah. She's on the market. No, I'm joking. Um, so she's staying with me. <laughs> Edit, <bro. laughs> Christ's sake, what time we at? 20 minutes in. But 20 yeah, uh, delete bit about uh, revealing family secrets. You asked. Yeah, so she's living with us. That's nice. Is that fun? Yeah, it's fun. Um, what else? She's brought an air fryer to my house. Hey, bloody... I feel like the UK's going mad for them at the minute. Is it any good? Have you got one? 
Would I? I'd, I don't know what you thought I said then. I said, have you got one? And then you went, would I? Oh, sorry. I thought you said you, I thought you went, you'd love one. No, I've got a Thermomix, which like does loads of stuff. It's incredible. Oh, my God. I cooked a bit of chicken in it today. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe, like, how easy it was. Yeah. yeah, it tasted good, did it? Yeah, whatever. But the thing is, <laughs> like, I just put the chicken in there, turned it on, and then, like, ten yeah. minutes later, it was cooked. When you use the oven, yeah, it's so funny because it uses a lot more energy, and you're like, yeah, why is it using that much energy? Why does it have to be that big? Cooking, yeah, cooking a handful of chips here. Let me just heat a massive box. <laughs> handful of chips, is it? Ooh, better put the radiators on in the spare room. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So she brought that. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. I can't tell you what I've been fucking doing. I don't know what I've been doing. Um, You've been hosting, haven't you? Hosting what? Your sister. Well, that's not. A, that's not a uh, job. She don't really talk to me that much. She locks herself in a room. Oh, that's good. Like me, when I'm there. I watched a documentary called Fire of Love. Ooh, what's that about? You got Disney Plus. No. Hmm. Well, it's about two volcanologists who were in love. Oh, that's nice. And they died in a volcano. Oh. How many episodes was that? It's a movie. One episode of this movie. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's real? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. It's a documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they died in the lava. No, no, no. You're rushing ahead. What's wrong what? with you? I'm oh, sorry. I won't say how they died, but let me tell you this. I did that. Yeah. Um, done a video. I can't say who this is for, but I did a. I'm doing a promoted video for one of my social. I did this for two days. I had to go film myself yeah. in the woods. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So that yeah. that was one day, and then I spent another day editing it, and then but more or less, I've just I think uh, the nominations came in today for the greediest man in Britain, and could you believe I've been nominated? Have you? Why have you been nominated for the greediest man in Britain? Because I can't stop eating. Oh, just just glooping it, are you? I have had the amount of ch- I don't know if there's any calories in cherries, and to be honest with you, I don't want to know. <laughs> I have had yeah. an insane amount of cherries the past three days. Oof. Oof, well, I think most fruits are quite, because they've got like a lot of sugar and stuff in them, aren't they? So they probably are quite calorific. Great. God. Well, I can't wait to see what you look like. Got Edinburgh soon, haven't we? Hey, yeah. In about a week and a half, we'll be up there. And uh, I'm excited. I am excited, actually, because this is, like, the most new stuff we'll be doing at the Fringe since we started. So I'm very excited to do uh, the new bits and bobs. And we're going to be trying out some of these scenes in Derby. Yeah. In Derby on uh, next Thursday. And 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 Manchester. Manchester next Friday. Yeah. It's going to be bloody great. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) <laughs> That's a bit of a clue. There's a bit of a clue there for you, a bit of a hint. <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah, it's going to be good. And I'm looking forward to uh, yeah being back there. And I'm just looking forward to having a rest. I'm planning on spending a lot of my time just hanging around in the Airbnb, relaxing. What are you talking about? And like reading a book or something. No, hmm? it's not rest, it is work. Yeah, yeah, when we're doing our bits, but the rest of the time. Yeah, you've got to work. It's going to be chilling on me. You've got to work the rest of the day. Doing what? I've got you down as flyering for me for two hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a flyering rotor, right, that we have. It's a spreadsheet. And there's uh, some of the, the things are blue, and that means it's me. 
And some of the things are red, but with a blue cross. And that means Tom don't want to do it and I have to cover it. And that's it. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, I'm sure my mum and dad will put a shift in when they're up there. She did, your mum did get one man in. He said he's going to, he said he might come. He said he's going to come. He said he might come. He's got, he's got a backpack and he's got, um, he's got a camouflage jacket. Ooh, I don't want him there. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did come in the end and we had to have an afternoon tea with him. Oh, God. Did we? Cucumber sandwich. We had to pay as well, mm. but he donated three quid, so. There we go. He donated three quid, so. <laughs> he deserved that full English breakfast. Yeah, well, I've just been kind of uh, yeah, finishing up at school. We had our disco arband, disco evening, last night when there was a DJ. and uh, Oh, yeah, you were a chaperone, weren't you? Yeah, well, I just had to be there to watch over the kids and make sure who was there, who went home. If anybody was crying, you'd have to say, what's wrong? Things like that. It was all right. But that was a long... Well, that was a long day for you. Oh, yeah. Well, I got to school at half seven in the morning, and this disco album finished at 10 p.m. So that's oh, about 13 gosh. hours, isn't it? Something like that. 14, 15. Did your wife go? No. No friends or family allowed. It was just the kids and the teachers. <laughs> no friends or family. I brought Tom from Potter Vision. Well, you shouldn't have. <laughs> that is not allowed, right? You're only allowed to here if you work here or if you study here, all right? Sorry, Tom, you're going to have to go home. Back on the plane for you. Nobody told me. Yeah. Well, that was good. Um, well, not much has happened, really, but then uh, I'm going to Munich after we record this, basically, because uh, my mum and dad are coming to Munich. Did you know that my mum has seen Bruce Springsteen in Munich and this is the third time she's seen him live this year? She saw him in Paris, mm. she saw him in Birmingham and now she's seen him in Munich. What does she want with him? She wants to listen to him sing his songs. And I think, I don't want to speak for her, but I think she also wants to sing along a bit and maybe clap her hands. Will they all speak uh, German to her? Will they all speak German? Will they all, you know, like, will all the German audiences speak uh, English? So when Bruce comes out and he's like, Hey, everybody. Oh, so nice to be here in Munich, baby. Oh, rock and roll all night. Will they all understand what he's saying? No, no. It'll be like, uh, good evening, everybody. It's lovely to be here in Munich. And then everyone together will just go, Guten Abend. And then he starts singing his songs, and then they might exactly. say, Das war gut, or Dieses Lied gefällt mir. And then uh, he might. Dieses then... Lied gefällt mir? What does that mean? It means I like, the, I like this song. Yeah? You can say anything, gefällt mir. Gefällt mir means just like, I feel good about it. I like this. I feel good about it. I like this. So you could say, um, mein Kuchen gefällt mir. My, I like my cake. <laughs> or, uh, or das Pottervision Podcast gefällt mir. I like the Pottervision Podcast. Looks like somebody owns me now. <laughs> so Chicken Run is coming out at Christmas. Wouldn't it chicken be good Run you... 2, Egg Spanded. No, what's it called? Dawn of the Rise Nugget. Of the nugget. Right, Dawn of the Nugget. Do you reckon they're going to have like some, even though it's coming straight to Netflix, do you think they're going to have like a um, a chicken run premiere? I hope so. And I hope that we get invited as Pottervision boys. You know, like get a freebie. Because I'd go and watch Chicken Run Dawn of the Nuggets. I would as well. I would. I really want to go with that. I wonder if there's a way to pre preempt it. Yeah. Should we go in, uh, we can go in Edinburgh if it's on in the cinema. Pot of Vision Day Out, Dawn of the Nugget. Is it out of Christmas, you nutter? Yeah, we're going to go to Edinburgh for Christmas. <laughs> no, I, I misheard that bit. 
I thought you said when you said Christmas, I said summer in my mind. Mm. <laughs> They've overworked you. They've overworked yeah. you. Like yeah, they around. have. They've made me. I'm like one of them people rowing on a on a boat in the olden days. Ugh! Transporting things and they're whipping me. Big, big end of lamers pulling in that um pulling in the ship. Look down, look down, don't look him in the eye. Look down, like that. Look down. Yeah, like that. Look down. Look down. God, you're saying look down. Bloody oblivion's kind of telling me to don't look down. I don't know what to do. What kind of bugs you got in Germany? Oh, um. Spiders are pretty similar. Um, there's these weird, like, they look like ladybirds from a distance, but they're actually a beetle. And they're always, like, connected, climbing on top of each other on the street. There's loads of them. They're very strange. And lots of flies in the summer. Oh, my God. It's a yeah, ghastly but... place, isn't it? Oh, ghastly. Yeah, lots of flies flying around, busy buggers. Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah. You seen all the flies See, flying around? You're the only one. The only one that hasn't. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, but insects aren't generally that different here. Um, you can get a lot See, more ticks and things here. Like, some kids in school have turned up with, like, really sore red spots on their face. And I'd be oh, like, yeah. what's happened to you? And they were like, oh, ticks. Safeguarding concern. Call the local authorities. Tell them to go for an inspection. If you don't, I will. Yeah. Don't give them a tick on the form. <laughs> now, Tom. I wonder yeah. if uh, I like, I really, I think this is, a, maybe it's just a change of scenery, but I'm loving sitting in this chair. It's really nice. Well, you're taking advantage of your microphone crane every time i see you you're further and further away from the laptop i feel like next time you'll be sat in the garden with it hanging out the window um do you remember that time we did a bean at christmas and we were sat next to each other but because of the chimney breast the line yeah like that yeah. There, yeah people thought we were uh <laughs> people thought it was a split screen <laughs> but how random is that? Right, we're still going to do it online, but this time I want us to be really far away and lying on a couch. <laughs> Both doing it different. Yeah. Anyway, enough about you, for God's sake. Do you want yeah, to hear so about Harry Potter? Come, our ticket sales from Manchester. Fantastic. We sold out? No. But uh, off the top of my head, I reckon we've sold about 40. And it only holds about 60, doesn't it? Okay, then. Listeners, if you don't know what we're doing, we're doing mostly, I think it'd be completely almost, a new show. Yeah. So if you've seen it 20 times, and you're like, I'm sick of this now. Same yeah. old shit. Sick <laughs> of it. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're doing a new show. Yeah. Might not be as funny, but it'll be different. And a change is as good as a rest. Mm. Oh, I think there'll be certain things that'll be back. Oh, yeah. Because you've got, you got, you you got to have some things to bank on, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we'll still be sorting people. Still have a surprise or two in store. That's going to be good. Me and you are going to be there. One of us at some point is going to go, no. Something to look forward to. So, yeah, please join us. What, what, what day is it on? What, Manchester? Friday yeah. night, baby. Friday the 28th of July. That's mental. They're going to be pissed. Yeah, they're going to be pissed and unruly. And that's what we love at Potter Vision. People who are not listening and talking to them amongst themselves. We've never really had that too much, have we? Apart from that woman no. who called me Islamophobic in Brighton. Oh, yeah. Well, can't win them all, can you? <laughs> <laughs> now, Tom, are you ready for this chapter rundown? Yes, brother. Chapter 23, Christmas on the Closed Ward. I don't think he even said what that was the episode. 
Anyway, Harry's worrying about Voldemort. Is he possessing me? Am I connected to him in some way? I'm scared. Never mind, though. It's Christmas. And Sirius Black's in a right old good mood with all his guests feeding them, giving them presents, tickling them. They're having a blast. And they decide to visit Mr Weasley. And he's there lying about his treatment. And so they all go for a coffee and they bump into none other than Gilderoy Lockhart. He's out of his fucking mind. He's going on about handing out photos, signing things, being a celebrity. Right. Next minute he gets taken back to his bed. And uh, they stumble upon Neville Longbottom and his nana. And they're not there to see Lockhart, no. They're there to see Mummy and Daddy Longbottom. Who are out of their fucking minds. Right. Anyway, Neville accepts another empty sweet wrapper from Mummy and uh, then he goes home. And that was Christmas on the Closed Ward. What a chapter. What do you think? Boring. <laughs> yes, it was boring. Yeah, yes, yeah. it was boring. Okay. Another if you don't mind me chapter. saying, there were times whilst preparing for this chapter, listening to the audio, that I did like look at my nails a bit distracted, like a little bit of dirt under that, sort that out. That's what a even at the end. What a vain little man. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're looking all right, aren't they? Nice little nails. You like them, don't you? Harry is worried that he's a weapon. Newsflash, buddy. You are. <laughs> I wrote that. Harry, <laughs> <laughs> you are a weapon. <laughs> well, it, it said he felt dirty. Felt like a dirty, dirty boy. Have um, a wash then. Thinks, Have a wash then. Get in your bed, you dirty dog. Now, he... <laughs> he thinks he's the weapon. Right. That is an odd thing to think, isn't it? Right. He's had one dream that's turned out to be true. And he goes, hmm. Reckon I'm a nuclear missile. No, no, you're not, nu you're not a nuclear missile. You just had a dream that happened to come true. Right. Oh, mm. Probably a sticky Reckon I'm the team, atomic eh? bomb. <laughs> Bit of the old dynamite, I think. Oh, I think I'm a computer virus. Yeah, you're not the weapon, you're a weapon, right? He's jumping to a million conclusions on his own without talking to anybody who might have a bit of a clue what's going on. He's like, oh, I'm the weapon. I'm going to kill somebody else tomorrow. Maybe I flew to London and killed Arthur Weasley myself. Right. Do you really think that you, in human form, bit Arthur Weasley in the neck? <laughs> that what you think's happened? And he's Voldemort's made you. <laughs> Voldemort's made you slide on your tummy, right, in the Ministry of Magic, and then pounce on your best friend's dad. You were the snake. I've got to say, if my son's best friend um, yeah. bit me on the neck, I'd say something to him. Yeah, I'd bring it up. I'd be like, look. I know you like him, I know you have a laugh, but he's assaulted me with his teeth. And well, I don't, you can see him at school, that's up to you, but he's not coming round here again. And I've got, got to say this, right, and it's embarrassing for me to say this as your dad, but the neck for me is an erogenous zone, right? <laughs> I can't have schoolboys biting me there. <laughs> Your son made me feel a very uncomfortable emotion and I don't want him anywhere near me. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> God. Anyway, how was your day at work, love? <laughs> oh dear. Pass me the spuds. <laughs> I wonder what the spoon would have said for that. You know, like when that was happening, 
Because there's lies when it's like, oh, he's going to be late for work. It's like, mm. It looks like Arthur's questioning his own desires. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. I'd love for Harry to return to Privet Drive because he's like... I have to go back to. I should go back to Privet Drive to save the Weasleys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And what? Put the Dursleys <laughs> in danger. Yeah, you really want to. You want to bite Vernon's neck. Guess who's home for Christmas? Next? I'm home for Christmas. Talk you. <laughs> Driving home for Christmas. Yeah. My hands all sweaty. Well, don't shake mine then. Merry Christmas, asshole. Do you know what? I'd love Christmas with the Dursleys. Because I reckon they'd put on a right old spread, wouldn't they? Nice food. Fun party games. Telly. Telly will be on. I don't think they'd have fun party games. I think they'd have telly. Yeah. Telly and turkey. What more do you need? Telly and turkey. It's every schoolboy's dream. Yeah. He's getting, yeah, he's getting very miserable in this chapter, Harry Potter, isn't he? He's like, I'm possessed, yeah. I'm a weapon, I'm a knobhead, everyone wants to kill me. Uh, yeah. Cheer up, Potter, it's Christmas. Yeah, come on, it's Christmas. You're going to let the Dark Lord ruin Christmas? <laughs> yes. Well, not in our house. Now, what do you want to be? Hattle the boots. I was... Um, I'll be the boots. Me and Lucy walked to... Top of Mam Tor last night. What the fuck is Mount Tor? Mam Tor. What's Mam Tor? Or as we affectionately call it, Mam's Tor. Right. It's a big hill. Yeah. It's a big scenic point where you can, you know, just look about. Very beautiful. Uh, oh, yeah. This, watch beautiful. The, watch the sunset. The scenery was so yeah. gorgeous. I was walking around and I said out loud, what is going on with Voldemort that he wants to, you know, control the world like when it's so beautiful? Why can't he just let it be? <laughs> yeah. And she looked at me. And what did Lucy say to that? Yeah. Looked at me with a look of, it was a mixture of concern and pity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine overhearing that conversation. What would Voldemort want to do with this world? It's perfect as it is. <laughs> Harry Potter's not real, lad. <laughs> it's all right. He's just my adult partner. It's all right. <laughs> go on, go on. Tell me, go on. Tell me more about Polyjuice Potion, pal. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I do. Now, Harry is being spoken to by the painting of Phineas Nigellus Black. Right. Every time he's mentioned, he's described as Phineas Nigellus. There's no other Phineas to confuse him with. Why is it always, why is it always repeated as his first name and his middle name? It's like Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen, isn't it? No, nobody calls him Lawrence Llewellyn. Lawrence Llewellyn. Hello, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. Right, we want a Welsh man who wears nice suits and has long hair. It's Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. I, we need, I want Grip Hook killed. Grip Hook? Yeah, I think... Creature, you mean? No, Grip Hook. Why Grip Hook from the bank? Yes. Why do you want Grip Hook killed? Well, it's referencing an out-of-place quote once where I wanted um, the hippogriff killed and I accidentally said grip hook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you mean creature? Because creature is miserable, isn't no. it? It's sad. Oh. So Hermione's spending Christmas here. It's so sad that Hermione never sees her, her family. They never see her, do they? She's yeah. either spending Christmas at Hogwarts or she's spending summer yeah. with the Weasleys. Yeah. yeah. Well, I put that, I, I wrote, you don't see your parents for the majority of the year. And her reason is, well, I don't like skiing and I'd rather be here, to be honest. It's like, well, forget that. You spend every week with us. 
Your parents have booked this holiday with the money that they've earned. They've bought you a ticket. Why don't you go and spend a week with your family in the ski slopes? Also, just sit in the effing cabin while they're out for three hours and read yeah. and then spend time with them. No, no, I don't like skiing. I'd rather be here. God. You don't have to spend the whole holiday sliding down an alp. Yeah, and also... You, just chill you, with your family. Your friends aren't nice to you. We're nasty. I'm in a mood. He's dumb. You want to spend time with us? He's dumb as no, serious black, right? Are you serious? Oh no, I... <laughs> that's a good one. Harry is in a right old mood, and he's like, "Oh, you've all been talking about me, have you? Yes, you're possessed by the Dark Lord. Of course, we have been talking about you." You've given our dad a fatal hickey. Mm. Of course we're talking about you. Grumple Stiltskin. <sighs> It'd be weird if they weren't talking about him. Mentioned me, have you, in the last two days? No. Good. Didn't want you to. Well, anyway, this fear that he's possessed. Ginny proves to him that he's not possessed. She says... Yeah. Have you had any moments where you've blacked out? And he's like, no. And she says, well then, it's clear you're just a peeping Tom. You just observe. <laughs> also, just because he's not had the exact same experience as Ginny, doesn't mean he's not possessed. Um, did you drool from your nostrils? No. Mm, not been possessed then, have you? That's what happened to me. I could have been possessed and not drooled from my nostrils. What are you talking about? So, Harry gets a present from Tonks. A miniature fireball or some shit. Lovely. Why is Tonks sending presents? She's only just met him. Yeah. I don't want that from you. What's with this mad gift giving in this community? Harry gives his present to Arthur Weasley. What? what? Buying a present for your friend? Yeah. Dad, what's going on? <laughs> Well, I suppose they are staying with them, and he has been poorly. But I agree, Tonks, you are at best a distant family friend. I don't want a fireball off you, and I don't want to have to get you something next year. Because now I feel like I should get you something next Christmas. Oh. Horrible position to be in. Oh. And Sirius, it's like Sirius was walking through happily singing, Oh, God rest ye merry hippogriffs. Uh, excuse me, you're not having our carols. I'm butchering them. You don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. You are not taking one of, uh, it's a hymn, essentially, and just replacing gentlemen with hippogriffs. It doesn't even make sense. What are, what are they, are these hippogriffs coming to visit the baby Jesus? What's happening? We wish you a merry hippogriff. We wish you a merry hippogriff. We wish merry, you a merry What does that mean? <laughs> Silent Thestral. What? You are literally just replacing one word from a Christmas carol with something vaguely magic related. We three hippogriffs. Oh, <laughs> God, that's got a bit of something in it, that one, hasn't it? Oh, what's the other one? Um, like most Christmas songs, right, are like jolly, aren't they, in the major key? Da, to the world, da, 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 da. And then some of them are like proper funky, aren't they? Like. It's like bloody hell, that Pirates of the Caribbean. Exciting. On the first day of Hippogriff, my true love came to me. <laughs> Someone has definitely done a Harry Potter theme 12 days of Christmas, and I bet it's bloody dreadful. We should do it, shouldn't we? If no one's done it, we're going to do it. On the, first... On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me uh, a bogger in a cup of tea. Crap. Eh? Cup of tea? That's not very wizardy, is it? 
Oh, what about the tea leaves in a cup of tea? There, prediction in a cup of tea. Prediction in a cup of tea. On the second day of Christmas, my true love sent to me mm, two Professor Sprouts. Two, there's no two Professor Sprouts. What are you talking about? Two Weasley twins. Her dad must have been one. Two, two, two what? Weasley twins. Oh yeah, two Weasley twins and a prediction in a cup of tea. Right, you've done a whole Christmas carol based on the Wizarding World. And your main reference is to the art of reading tea leaves. That is briefly featured in the third film. <laughs> yes. It rhymes, doesn't it? With what? The song you've rewritten? <laughs> you come up with one then. What's the third one? Three. Is it to. What is it? Turtle doves. Three turtle doves. Turtle. Three lunar loves. Um, or, or three uh, thingy gloves. What's that glove that can uh, that grabs your hand? <laughs> What's gone? Is that just a okay, claw? Name. <laughs> oh no, it's called the hand of God or something. Three hands of or, God. Um, no, that's Maradona, isn't it? Um, it's called the hand of glory. Tell you what, placeholder. The love goods. The love goods. Um, four. Is it French? Four dragon turds. No, dragon eggs. Hmm? Hey, dragon eggs, that's better, isn't it? Four dragon eggs. Five. Five which is cursing. Five. Five elder ones. Five elder rings. <laughs> Four lost diadems, three very secret diaries, two philosopher's stones. You're changing them all. What, I'm not? We've already set one, two, three, four, and five. Yeah, but that's the worst thing about that song is everything repeats. You know what's coming. You're the one fucking singing it at Christmas. Yeah, all right. It's going to be difficult, that, isn't it? Yeah, because instead of 12 things, it'd be 12 plus 11 plus 10 plus blah, blah, blah. That'd be a lot. Um, I hope you enjoyed that, everyone. Uh, that yeah. was very fu fun for us to listen. Maybe not fun to... No, fun for us to say, not fun to listen to. Yeah, anyway, Merry Christmas. They say, don't set free... Don't set creature free, they said. What I think they yeah. should do is kill him. Yeah, put him out of his misery. He's clearly not happy. No, it should be his own choice. Uh, and I'll stick with that. They found Arthur Weasley um, with a sheepish expression when they all walked in. Sounds like he's from Wales. What do you think he was... Don't, disgusting. What do you think he was doing? To look sheepish, I think you'd have to, like, be chewing something with a blank face. I don't think like you know that. what sheepish means. It means you're like a sheep. No, no, I reckon he looked a bit like Naughty Doggy. Like not wanting to look. Mm, I think he was probably... Uh... Anyway. Yeah, I think so. They're annoyed at him because he's had some stitches put on his wound. Molly realises he's had his bandages changed a day early. And she's like, yeah. what, 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 what? And then I got stitches, it's a muggle thing. And they're like, oh, yeah. Dad, what a twat he is. What a moron getting stitches. Yeah. Jeez, what's Nothing else has worked. Yeah. I know. These are the people who are condemning Draco Malfoy calling people mudbloods. And yet they're like, Mrs. Weasley, proper bollocks, Arthur, for using a muggle technique, which works. Like, I can understand if it was like some old Victorian technique, like le using leeches or something, or, I don't know, something like a bit dodgy. But come on, this is tried and tested. Mm. Have you ever had stitches? Yep, in me knee, in me eyebrow, in me finger. There we go. In me knee, in me eyebrow, in me finger. Yeah. Hey, well, I once spent Christmas Day at a, at a hospital. You spent Christmas at a hospital, you spent it in a caravan, you've spent it in Germany. <laughs> I don't know what to think of you. 
I've never spent Christmas in Germany, but this year I think it's going to be the year because I'm not doing panto, and I think it'd be really nice to have a German Christmas with Martina oh. and her family. Well, I'll come over and join as well. Yeah, why not? It'd be lovely. But don't come on Christmas Day because it'll have finished by then. All the good stuff happens on the 24th. All the dinner and things like that, the festivities. And Christmas Day is just like chilled out. Oh, chilled I won't out relaxing day. I won't, I won't change my traditions for anyone. Well, you're a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, well, cause, uh, I don't. I must have mentioned this at some point on the pod. But my sister had a very premature baby, and um, it was just before Christmas. And so we all, my, uh, uh, well, my sister's husband's dad cooked the dinner, and then drove it to Manchester, and then we all had Christmas dinner at the uh, Ronald McDonald House for relatives of uh, children in hospital. So that was quite surreal, but it was lovely. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. What? That would make me want a McDonald's every time I was going to or left that hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I remember there was something quite nice about Christmas Day. Cause I remember once visiting my granddad in hospital on Christmas Day as well. And, like, everyone's got a Santa hat on and giving presents out and stuff. And it was quite nice. It was like a good festive atmosphere, everyone together. Anyway. Let bygones be bygones. <laughs> hey, guess who we bump into in the hospital? Gilderoy Lockhart. Gilderoy Lockhart. And, apart from being out of his mind, he's not changed a bit, has he? <laughs> he's still the same old duffer from three years ago, wanting to give out autographs, saying how good-looking he is. But that kind of pull is all right, isn't it? You know, like, because he's not sad about, about it, is he? He's just in his own little world, living the dream. Doing his own thing, isn't he? Yeah. But then, it was very sad with Neville, because just because of how he was, he seemed quite ashamed of his mum and dad being poorly, but he shouldn't be ashamed, should he? Is this the last uh, they ever see of Gilderoy Lockhart? I think so. I don't think they see him again, do they? I wish he'd popped up at the Battle of Hogwarts. Oh, yeah, just like wandering around trying to find a toilet. I'd love that. <laughs> That'd be good. Well, I'm sure there are people cleverer than us that know when and how Ooh. and whether he comes back. I would have had this. I'd have had him turn up at the Battle of Hogwarts and remove all the bones from Voldemort. And then Voldemort is slithering around on the floor like a snake. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised they didn't bring back Kenneth Branagh for this. You know, like, Kenneth, we want you in another film. It will just be five minutes where you're wearing a J-cloth and your bum's hanging out the back. Do you want to do that? Yeah, all right. Busy. What? Kenneth Branagh's busy. He's a famous director. Oh, we're all famous directors, but we can all make time. Help will always be available to those Hogwarts if they seek it, if they deserve it. Not relevant. Come on. <laughs> Come on. We don't want to hear about that. But I love that Neville's character is being properly developed in this book. At last, we're starting to understand maybe a little bit of the way he is. First of all, by how overbearing and annoying his grandma is. And um, also by, you know, the awful condition that his parents have been left in after being tortured. Yeah. So, but I do like that we're seeing that kind of character development. Yes, quite. Yeah. Now, Mrs Longbottom, yeah, Nana, right? Mm. Nana Longbottom, go on. Nana, Nanny Longbottom, right? She tells them what happened. She's like, look, they've been tortured and now they're like this. Ginny and Hermione clap their hands to their mouths. Oh. Right, no matter how shocking that news is, you've got to prepare yourself not to do that. If someone tells you that, you know, their family is seriously ill, don't be doing this. Like you're in Home Alone. <laughs> it's disrespectful. 
up with them two? They don't like what you've just said. This is a uh, this is my brother. He's um he's been in an accident recently. You see, he's uh he's he has to use crutches for the foreseeable future. <laughs> and this thing when they're um, when they're talking about the long bottoms, Harry goes. Uh, uh, Harry thinks it says Harry didn't think he'd ever found anything less funny. Why are you even having that thought? Whether that's funny or not. <laughs> yeah, they don't even recognise me anymore. Well, that is not funny. Yeah, I know it's not funny. Why? Why would you even mention that it's not funny? Of course <laughs> it isn't. Mentalist. Oh. But they finally have a bit of understanding, don't they, about you know how Neville is maybe a bit more sympathy, a bit more empathy, nothing, a bit more homeopathy. Nothing to laugh at here. Yeah, there's nothing to laugh at here. No one was thinking that. Oh. No one was laughing. I don't find this funny. <laughs> Three have been found dead in the car wreckage. Well, that's not funny. <laughs> yes, we know. That is a very funny thing to say, isn't it, though? When someone says... It's <laughs> very sad. That's not very funny. <laughs> well, that's not funny. It's not funny, is it? Well, people, no one was saying people it was like funny. that with us, aren't they? They expect us to be saying funny things. And they're like, oh, that's not funny. Just telling you some news. Mm. Sad news. Anyway, that's all I've got about that chapter. Have you got any more thoughts? I have this one thought. Oh yeah, what is it? Uh, how many, how many love bites on your best friend's dad's neck are you? <laughs> are you gonna give this chapter out of five? Oh, I found it hard going to be honest. For a chapter that's got Christmas in the title, it was bloody boring. There wasn't the festivities that I normally like to see. Where are the magic crackers, Gromit? Have we been eh? doing this book for a year? Probably. Yeah, well, what, what is that? 17? No, what chapter? Yeah, yeah, nearly a year. Anyway, it's longer and we're doing it fortnightly. I didn't like it. I'm going to give it one hickey on me best friend dad's neck out of five. He gives his best friend's dad one hickey on his neck. For me, this chapter, although not much happened, mm. was quite warming. There's a lot of elements I did enjoy. I like Ginny finally having a bit of opinion on something. Ooh, I yeah, can shine on. my own experiences onto you, Harry. Um, I like Gilderoy yeah. Lockhart making an appearance. I liked Arthur Weasley in a vulnerable position in a bed. <laughs> Right? For these reasons, I can give this chapter no more than three love bites on my best friend's dad's neck. Fantastic. Right, are you ready for a segment I call Quiz? Yeah. Quiz. <laughs> what, what position did Phineas Nigellus used to hold? Headmaster. Correct. At Hogwarts. Correct. Question two. What had Hagrid sent uh, Harry for Christmas? A wallet with fangs. Yeah, furry brown wallet. Question three. Yeah. Why did Molly get upset with Arthur? Because he's had stitches a day early. Correct. Question five. What was Gilda... Four. Yeah, question four. What was Gilderoy Lockhart said to have done at Hogwarts? Taught defence against the Dark Arts. Uh, unfortunately, it was trying to betray Harry and Ron. You have lost oh. the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> quiz. quiz. Now it's time for some of your favourite segments. It's Hedwig's Droppings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's Droppings. What's in a beat this week? <coughs> Excuse me. A cough. Well, we have had a couple... A cough. We've had a couple of very interesting emails. 
uh, we've had an email from Raphael. Um, I hope I'm saying that right, Raphael. And Raphael says, I've just listened to your latest episode about St Mungo's Hospital and was really excited to hear that your Edinburgh show will be based on Chamber of Secrets this year. My boyfriend and I saw your show in Edinburgh last year and loved it. I got myself confused and initially thought that I had booked an improv show. So I admit that for the first five minutes, I did wonder when the improv would come into play. But I ended up being very happy that the show wasn't what I thought at all. We're going again this year and we will definitely come and see you do your Chamber of Secrets show. So lovely. Uh, she also says, uh, we mentioned the Canterbury Tales and we live in Canterbury. Um, there used to be a Canterbury Tales museum where they had designed each room after a Canterbury tale. And in one of the rooms there was a man with his bum sticking out the window. But they've closed the museum a few years ago. But the bum remains. did you know that J.K. Rowling took her inspiration of one of the tales of the three brothers from the Canterbury Tales? So there we go. So thank you so, so much uh, for getting in touch with us, Raphael. There is more to this email uh, where you speak German, which is lovely. Uh, so thank you so much for getting in touch. Now, we've also had a message from Ewan Mack. Now, this is also a fantastic story. I hope you enjoy this story. Ewan Mack says, uh, I found the show a few months ago and I've been loving it. I have a story to tell you about my introduction to the show. Um, my sister and I were going to Alton Towers for the day and downloaded the first few episodes of the podcast for the journey. We were listening and had a great day at Alton Towers and as we were leaving, some maniac pulled out in front of us and smashed my car to bits. After the spinning and rolling had stopped, we both heard Lucas's voice blasting from the speakers, talking about Dudley's anus and getting his groin checked out. We both burst into laughter and then spent the next six hours listening back to back in the rain uh, while we waited for RAC to come and collect the car. Safe to say we are both, both now addicted to the show and listen to every episode and we are coming to Derby to watch you with our other sister. So we can't wait to see you in Derby. Please make yourselves known to us when you come to Derby. We'd love to talk to you. Oh, <laughs> but what a great story. That's funny. So funny. <laughs> and that has been Hedwig's Droppings. This has been the Potter Vision Podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening. As always, you're very loyal and very lovely. We are back in Edinburgh this year from the 4th till the 27th of August. We will be there every day apart from Monday doing our brand new bits. From the Chamber of Secrets, we're also going to be testing out a few bits in Derby on the 27th of July and in Manchester on the 28th of July. And we're very bloody excited because that's next week. Um, so hopefully we will see you then. Mm. Next time we'll be on episode 119, chapter 24 of book five, Ocul Oc oh God, Occlumency. You have been a lovely... Armchair reclining Tom Lawrenson. And you have been a man sat in, on a sunny day in a dark room, Lucas Kirkby. It looks like someone owns you now. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.